All right, I'll ask the questions around here. <laughs> so, what is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? It's a pretty good question. Okay, I guess for me, like it would be moving to South Lake Tahoe, because like I just gotten out of the army, and I was like, you know what? I'm failing in life here in Arizona because I couldn't get a job. Like everything was literally going downhill so fast. And my mom lives in South Lake Tahoe, so I was like, you know, there's a job offer up there. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go. I'm young. I'm single. I'm going to go fucking experience this place. So that was for me. Um, but real quick, we have a guest here today. Christy, you want to introduce yourself? I just said your name. <laughs> I just said her name. Hey, Christy, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, well, as you know, I'm Christy. What's up, Christy? Um, so, what, Christy, what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Uh... Most spontaneous thing I've ever done uh, is probably going to um, volunteer in the Austrian Alps with a Danish boarding school for troubled oh, kids. Shit. That's okay. sick. An Austrian boarding school. So it was actually a Danish boarding school. Danish. Okay. So they were they were out of Copenhagen. But Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Love us some cope. But but they were going on vacation in the Austrian Alps. Okay. And their secretary had actually had an accident and they had a, a room paid for, a ski ticket paid for, everything. Okay. How and, old were you? I uh, think I was, what, 22, 23? Okay. Yeah. Mine and Jake's age. <laughs> you old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Please keep that. Hey, thank you for sharing. I I don't that's know. Like that, that's a sick story. I got a girlfriend pregnant. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't. Jake's a father. Most spontaneous thing I've ever done. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems like very cliche. Sorry, am I talking too close to the mic? Yeah. Um, it seems cliche because... The more I look on Hinge, you know, or whatever, like in girls' bios, it's just, it's turning into a white girl thing where they'll say, the prompt is like, most spontaneous thing I've ever done. Move to Nashville, exclamation point. Like, I'm by myself. Show me around <laughs> the area. Okay. Like, really, um, that, that's what you've done, huh? But that might be the most spontaneous thing I've ever done. Like, I had a sweet community at uh, Arizona. I don't know. I just, I wanted to leave. That's fair. Like just you know temporarily or you know I I didn't know how long but that's, maybe that's, forever that's yeah <laughs> forever and ever and ever and ever <laughs> all right sick. all right well we got it for now let's uh let's uh let's get into this episode. <laughs> uh, welcome back to that's exciting podcast. Oh, this is episode fifteen. I had to clear my throat. All right. Stay in your lane, all right, homie? <laughs> Episode all right. 15 with oh Jake. Hi, my name's Tyler. We have a special guest today, folks. We'd like to introduce her formally. Introduce yourself, please. Christy. Jake, Jake where, where, where do you know Christy from? Christy's a coworker of mine, and um, I've, uh, I've only mentioned the podcast to a handful of people at work. I don't, I don't know. I don't want everybody there listening to it, you know? And so, wink, wink, Christy, right? So, yeah. Cause. Christy, shut the fuck up. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if they find out, if this blows up to the point where people like the ones who I don't want to hear it like, oh, are shit, hearing it, 
then I probably won't be working there anymore because <laughs> I'll be making fucking bank off this thing. You don't need to work there and anymore. We're gonna be making some <laughs> sick merch, Thanks. right? I can't wait for that merch. Isn't dude. okay? That's exciting. That's just got a, such a good ring to it, right? I it's love got it. such potential for good merch. It does, Chrissy. If 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 you saw like okay, you didn't know about the podcast, nothing like that, right? Like a, and you see, you see a hoodie, a t shirt, a beanie, whatever, and it just says it just says that's exciting on it. Would you be like, yeah, I'd wear that? I'm a white girl. Of course, I'd wear it. You're like, oh my god, that is exciting. Oh my, oh my god, that is exciting. If you think about it, like that's exciting. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, anyway, so we're we're talking about this. Uh, like before we we started recording, Chrissy, do you do you speak Spanish? Uh, yes. See, see, right? Thank you. Wrong yeah. answer. <laughs> Clearly lie. not as well as I used to. Okay, so like, what to what extent do you speak Spanish? Um, at this point, I honestly, I understand most of what someone will say. Right. Um, I used to be able to actually fully like okay. speak. I mean, I used to take classes in Spanish. Okay. Well, we all took fucking classes in Spanish. Oh no, <laughs> I lived in Spain. Class. Took oh shit. Took like you took university real life. class in okay. Spanish. Ooh. Not like fucking Literature. Rosetta Stone. You know. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Spanish real- literature. <laughs> she has a app duolingo <laughs> she's fucking learning spanish um yeah okay so J- jake and chrissy work for a construction company in quote i'm not gonna name it because i don't want to get in trouble i think we've said it already no we haven't I, I promise you we've not sent the company you work for really swear wow no for a fact we haven't anyways uh it's jake and chrissy neat. work for a construction company so they work with like a lot of the Hispanic community and Jake was just saying, he goes, listen, like I'll try to speak to these guys thinking like, I know what the fuck I'm going to say. And then he goes, then I sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I have no idea. No, I'm just, uh, donde es su jefe? <laughs> I want to talk to that guy. Let me see. Let me see where he is. Huh? Come on. You know? And then, yeah, their foreman or super will come down and I can actually talk some business with them. But, <laughs> Jake and Chrissy aren't, aren't like aren't in construction like as in laborers like they are important in a sense. I mean, not everyone m- is important on the construction yes. site. Such Damn a it, fucking Tyler. such a, like an upper class like construction thing to say. <laughs> Actually, everyone is important. That's like when uh, pe- <laughs> no stupid questions. <laughs> when, when I'm introducing myself to new guys on a project, they ask me like, "Oh, so like, are you safety?" They they always assume the new field guy is a safety guy, no and I'm way. like, I always say, I, I mean, technically everybody's safety, dude. But I mean, you can call me whatever you want. I feel like I feel like there, if there was like a dad joke in the construction community, it'd be that. So, technically, everyone is important. <laughs> Actually, everyone's safety. We're trying to get you home safe. <laughs> the way you came into work is how we want you to leave, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jake and Chris here are the fucking dad and mom of their <laughs> construction site, right? <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Chrissy, let's uh, let's dive into the reason that we asked Chrissy to come on in this 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 podcast episode. Other than her being cool as shit, so yeah, Chris is cool as shit. Go ahead and check her out on. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> so, not cool enough that he knows anything about me. <laughs> that's a fact. Jake works with her. I don't fucking know who. He wants to shout you out on Insta. Sure. We can. Uh, we'll, we'll get out to the, all the shout outs and shit at the end of the right, podcast all right, episode. All right, so, sounds good. Anyway, so, so Jake, Jake came, to this, came to me with this idea of like, you know, the boundaries or like the parameters of being a workaholic. 
and like what are the pros and cons of that and i want to I, th- I thought it was super interesting obviously jake did chrissy as well and chrissy would you label yourself as a workaholic oh in a heartbeat why um i think not only do i work more than the average individual but i thrive off of working okay okay so like like your comfort zone is at work correct Okay. I, I, I mean, and, and the weird thing is it, it started when I was in high school. I mean, I've been working since I was 16 years old before, I mean, a little before that, but legally 16 years old in yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Shut, shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> I was going to say like, I want to get to the origins of this. So like how right. it started, you know, like what, what was it that drove you to be like, I got to work, I got to work and I got to enjoy it. Or even it's like if it's like you just happen to jump into work and you're like, wow, this is fun. Yeah, that's where it was. Other than I'm making money, because literally, <laughs> like fun. the way I look at it is, I mean, I, I I've I've talked about it before, um, not on the podcast, but I am addicted to like progress in just things, whatever it is. I love seeing how things are done and installed and like all the hard work that goes into it. And then you can see the end result, right? So taking pictures along the way is like how you see, because if you're just in it and up front every day, you can, you know, it's really easy to get prone to not being able to see yeah. what all is being done on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis. So, so. so basically what, what Jake's saying, like where, where did that begin? Was it a sense of like you got to work and you started working like, holy shit, I need, I enjoy this. Or was it, like, I, I have to enjoy this in order to succeed in life. Where did that come from? Like, what was a, de- a developed taste? So, I... Great question. Uh, That's all we got over here. <laughs> this is great fucking questions pouring out. Well, hold up. Hold up a second there. <laughs> okay. See, I work with Jake every day. You don't. <laughs> that that you're is like, false. You're like, Jake says some <laughs> dumb shit on the daily. <laughs> Amen. Okay. So, um... I I didn't even know it in high school, but my mom one day when I was probably a junior or senior um, said, she told me that I would be in a pissed off mood before I would go to work okay. and I would come home and I would be so happy. Okay, do you think that had anything to do with like the fact that you just got off work? <laughs> you're, like, Great. you're like, fuck yeah. You're like, you're like, I'd be happy when I came home. We got no shit. You're fucking off work. <laughs> so like, you're pissed on your way to work. I okay. On on an outsider's point of view, it's like, okay, this person's pissed on the way to work, happy leaving. That doesn't give signs of a workaholic because I'd be like, it would be like opposite. Like I'm so fucking excited to work and you leave work. You're like, fuck that, dude. I don't want to keep working. Like unless I'm, unless it's a Friday or unless I'm on my work drinking a bang energy drink. <laughs> Sponsor me, please. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like for me, it's just another day. That's great. Yeah. I have never thought about it like that, but great point. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I guess for me, um, it was, it's an environment that I can immerse myself into. Um, and it's, it's entirely different from what I'm doing at home. So, um, whether that was in high school when I, was at home and I was a normal teenage girl and didn't want to be at home, didn't want to talk to my 
family, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I got to go to work and I worked at a pediatrician's office. So I was doing medical records, administrative work. Um, it was great. And I also have OCD. So that was perfect. Fucking icing on the cake. <laughs> exactly. Sick. Okay. That's right. So um, then, uh, I mean, from there, I think that I realized I enjoyed working in an office environment. So throughout college and and afterwards, I just continued in that kind of office or professional environment. And then I got into construction. Right, right, right. right. And For some reason. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing with my life? I, I swear to God, everyone I talk to in construction is like, I tell them, they'll ask me, right? My boss is like, what were your parents into? I say, my dad's a, a, been a lab manager for 25 years at a hospital. He just retired. My mom was a, a labor and delivery nurse for a long time, a nursing professor for the last half of her career. And they're like, and I say, I say like the rest of my family's in like banking, literally. And for some reason, I just wanted to be different. I don't know. There's like one other engineer in my family, and I wanted to do something kind of related to that. I just felt like since I was good at math and science, might as well. I don't know. But everybody, all my bosses asked me like, so you joined this shit? <laughs> like, you know what's weird is like, so for me, like, uh, I'm I'm young as fuck. So like, I mean, I know I have time to like figure out what the fuck I'm doing, even though Jake yeah, and I are the same my age. kid. That's weird. You had a kid at fucking four? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? You can be my kid. Really? Have you? Did you file charges on that man? <laughs> I, I, don't know where, I don't know where you're coming at with me with that. Chrissy's literally like 26. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what she's talking about. 25. Yeah. Police, that guy better be in fucking prison. I don't know. <laughs> How did you deliver a baby at five years old? You'd be dead. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I was I was in the army. From, like most people fucking know that. Moving on past this fucking rape crime scene. Anyways, so I was in the army, and like for me, like I I hated it because of like the moments we spent on base. Like being in quote, they call it in garrison. And I hated it because it's like, we're just sitting here and I signed up to be infantry. I want to go out and I want to do something for training. Yeah. Uh, If they deserve it. So like in a sense, like I was like, listen, I want to go out and I'm going to do something. I want to shoot guns. I want to learn battle. I want to learn training, all this kind of shit. Why are we doing fucking inventory on a Connex box at 5 PM? I didn't get it. So for me, like, I I enjoyed the harder part of it. I wanted to be out in the field. I wanted to be around guys like we're sweating. We haven't showered in fucking 10 days. I want to be out in there like learning how to actually do my job because that that's the hard part behind it. And that's what I signed up to do. I hate being just, I, I hate sitting there. So I guess my question behind this, Christy, is like with construction, there's a lot of shit going on. Like there's a lot of safety measures. There's a lot of, check boxes that you have to hit there's a lot of shit you have to do obviously so are there days like where you're like fucked i don't enjoy this like i'm I'm getting pissed off because i'm sitting here because you are a workaholic in sense so like most workaholics would be like yo i fucking hate this i want to i want to keep moving like is there moments like that for you yeah i think i think there are moments 
for like you said for everybody that right that that they think that and it doesn't matter if you are or are not a workaholic because there are certain points in every job and position that that it's like really do i really have to yeah. do this do i really have to wait on it's kind of like saying like listen you always work with people that you fucking hate true same same thing with like there's always going to be points in your career where you're like i fucking hate this I think especially in the like the GC realm, we're like we get paid really well, so we're like, we really got to do this. <laughs> like, I feel like my time could be spent better, but at the same time, it's just like shit has to be done. It's got to be done. True, but it's even even though yeah, we get paid well. I mean, and it's it's amazing, but I don't know. I'm somebody who I don't care how much I do or don't get paid. I'm gonna get a job done. I don't care if it's the smallest task or super complex. You know what? I I really think that's like a workaholic's mindset. And I'm not like when I say workaholic, I'm not saying like a condescending or like an insult tone. I'm saying no. I don't think of I don't think of being called a workaholic as an insult at all. Right. I take it as a compliment. I think what I think about is like what you said. Like I don't give a fuck what I get paid. Like I don't care what I'm getting paid. I just need to get the job done, which means like there's a lot of work to be done, and. I think that's very common in the workaholic mindset. It's just like, yo, there's there's work that needs to be done. Don't care how much I'm getting paid. Being paid is sick. Like it's awesome. Always a, always a plus. But also like being a workaholic is like the the point of it is it's like I, I, there's shit that needs to be done. True, and and you don't care, and I, I don't know. I I do know that we'll like Jake and I will, yeah, occasionally make a complaint or two. However, I, I know that for the most part, and we don't complain nearly as much and you're not a workaholic, but, no. but, <laughs> but you're just, you're just not the type of person to complain. So, Jake, so Jake's not a workaholic, but also like he has a work ethic and I think true, there's a fine yes. line between those two. And he understands the work ethic. Whereas we, I mean, everyone works, everyone has that coworker who complains about the fact that they have to do their fucking job. That's like, a fact. so no, I mean, I was just going to say, my thing is like, I hate seeing things done half-assed. True. Yes. So I think that's why field staff is kind of where, or why I find my groove in it lately, just because uh, I just can't stand dudes like, I don't know, like I'll talk to a certain trade and we'll be reviewing his prints about something, like maybe an issue I found, and then he doesn't even know how to read his own prints. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you're working for an electrical contract and you don't know how to read electrical drawings. And I'm not even that great at them. Like, come so on, like, man. I mean, it's for, just for like listeners that don't know what the fuck you're talking about, which is like all of them. <laughs> all of them? I, I, like, I, I guess you would relate this to be like, listen, like, if you're doing a job, know how to do your job. Simple as that. Like, I have a buddy who works for a plumbing company. Imagine he fucking goes into a, a house and doesn't know how to fix their toilet. What the fuck? Are the, what, what is or, that, what is the homeowner going to say? Like, what complains. The f- why are you here? Yeah, exactly. Complains about the fact that I'm here at this house and I have to fix the fucking toilet. Yeah. It's what you're getting paid for. Do it. it it's the installer's pro, or problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> the guy, the contractor, the sub who was under the contractor who built this entire apartment complex, it's his problem, right? Like, it's right. not under my scope, so fuck off. Yeah, like, like, I, like I, I work for a landscaping company, and it's like, listen, 
I don't want to mow this lawn in a sense. <laughs> I kind of just want to skip over this one. But it's like, yo, you're getting fucking paid for this. I, I guess the message behind this is like, if you're doing a job, know what the fuck you're doing. And yeah, I'm completely on anyone's side. It's like, listen, if your job sucks, your job sucks, plain and simple. But complaining about it isn't going to get the work done. Yes. Yes. I'm fucking preaching. This isn't even a fucking podcast. This is a goddamn TED talk. <laughs> God bless, dude. <laughs> Anyways. The the gist of this podcast, though, is for, I mean, it's really for anyone. It's applicable to all of us who are ready to go into the workforce or you are in it currently. Um, and maybe you don't know how to handle the workload that you're being given or I don't know, you love work for some reason and you don't know why, right? Christy's here to clear that up because I've <laughs> seen, I don't know, I, I, I try to go out of my way to talk to certain people at work that I really like uh, working with, right? Christy and a couple other people fall into that spectrum. It's not Aww. that I don't like the rest, but, you know, the less I talk to you, don't really mind it. So, <clears throat> If there's, the I talk to, the I am. If I there's am problems, I will honored. bring it up to you accordingly. And um, I, I got a question. I got a question. But yeah, I just want to ask, like, you know, how do you thrive as a workaholic, and you know, how do you how do you make work enjoyable, right? So, for people like me, my I mean, my reasoning is just I like seeing progress being done. It's it's a progress as a whole as a whole concept is addicting to me. So I think that's why construction is pretty fitting for me, but. That's I want to get it from your reason. perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that I, for me, I come from a family of addicts. And so okay. I, for the most part, it, we're workaholics, you know. So that's something that we take something that could be negative and we turn it into a positive for the most part. Um, right. So Because I, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, being an addict, right? Like, I think the first thought is like alcoholism, drug addiction. Right. But when it comes to addiction, like there, there are so many things you can be addicted to. Work can be one thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gonna dive into a little bit. Pornography can be an addiction, like lust, like that kind of things. So, like with your family, like I mean, you said your father's a little bit of a workaholic, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's he's addicted to work, right? So, do you think that's where like that mindset came from? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because he he started off with with I mean, not only what he came from a family that was not that well off, but that they, you know, they did well for themselves, but he wanted to do something more. And and so he was very committed and he became kind of more of a workaholic. And then me growing up with seeing not only his work ethic but also my mom's too. I mean, she she was also the same and worked for him and with him. Um, and so that was all I saw was yeah. somebody who was committed constantly to either bettering themselves, the family, yeah. other people. And it's, it's weird because it's like a selfish, selfless thing. But it's like, listen, I want to be successful, but also like I got to provide for the people around me. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think Jake can relate Oxymoron. a little bit to this just because like I've been around Jake when he's had conversations with his family. I've been to Jake's hometown and Jake, like you can add in on this, like <clears throat> my dad was like, listen, 
it doesn't matter if you like what you're doing as long as you're working. Like you've got to provide for yourself. You got to provide if you're married, have family, like stuff like that. You've got to provide no matter what. Like in this situation, it doesn't matter if you enjoy your job or whatever. Like you got to work. And I think Jake's family, like, it, you know, his parents have been the same way. It's like, listen, like, security is important. And I, I know Jake is, like, that's his, his driving force behind working is security, right? Literally why I almost joined the Marines in high school. Like, I, uh, I'm a huge fan of security, but also I like a challenge, right? So, I mean, it was uh, in the community I grew up in. I mean, it's... Cedar Edge, Colorado, look it up. I mean, it's right next to Montrose, which was in, I believe, Forbes for being one of the most redneck counties in America. It's, it's, it's like what? You? It's an hour outside of Grand Junction? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I mean, Grand Junction is the best kind of mile marker for that. Like, if you don't know where, nobody knows where I live from. I've only ever met one person outside of Colorado who knows where Cedar Edge is at. When, okay, so I went, I went home with Jake. To Cedar Edge last summer. Well, not necessarily last summer. It was, oh yeah, it was like yeah, May, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. May or June. Anyways, I went yeah, to his hometown. Jake lives right at the base of the fucking Grand Mesa, which is the largest flat top mountain, flat top mountain in the world. You remembered. I do remember, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> so, yeah. so what I'm Y'all saying. Y'all are really a couple. What I'm saying is like we we pulled into this town, and it was like a, a town you would see in a movie. Right, it's like a small town, like unreal views. Like Colorado, I I will debate next to Arizona is one of the most beautiful states in the world. What about Utah? No. I fucking hate Utah. I, I think Utah, you hate Utah has overall the best <gasps> um what do you call it? Not landscape, Skiing. but kinda like overall experience or available availability no. for opportunities no. for outdoor sports. No. Yes. Arizona, dude. No. Utah is nuts, what? bro. Okay. Utah's amazing. I'm gonna Thank take the you. mic from you, okay? Hey. Settle the fuck down. Have you have you been to Utah? Yes. My, okay, so so my, my dad's <laughs> mom lives in Utah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain this. Okay, I will agree with you when it comes to snow sports in any sense of the word, Utah exceeds Arizona. Because they got Park City, like their snow is nuts. They have beautiful snow next to Colorado where Park City, Deer Valley. Oh yeah. That's oh. why I'm saying Utah has the best of both I miss worlds Park City because so much. Col- Colorado is way better than Utah in outdoor sports, right? It has a whole. That's why they hold X Games at fucking Aspen, baby. Yeah. And so then- why were the Olympics in Park City? The Olympics were in Aspen, no? Right, right. So overall, I'm saying like it's got kind of the medium range on both sides. Okay, obviously, obviously, it's just an athletic sport okay. or a state. <laughs> yeah, what I'm what I'm saying though, like obviously, I'm gonna be biased towards Arizona because it's my hometown. However, hometown, Arizona's your hometown. All right, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> okay, let me explain. Air- Mesa, Arizona is my hometown. Arizona is my home state. I'm going to be biased towards it. However, you can literally do anything in Arizona. They got the Grand Canyon where you can hike along the Colorado River, right? You can go hiking for miles. They have Flagstaffs. They have, listen to me. I love Arizona. Listen to me. You know that. I love Arizona. Snowball, Arizona is the southernmost ski resort in the nation. Fucking Google it. 
Okay. I lived in Arizona for four years. <laughs> okay. I, I know it's so. Sick. What I'm saying, I like, I will sick. always brag on Arizona. So I hate when people message me. It's like I fucking hate Arizona. Or they'll, they'll post on social media. How can media. you hate Arizona? See, I don't get it. I, I don't get I it. I think Utah is amazing, but I would never hate on Arizona. I okay. When I say I hate Utah, I'm obviously like, listen, Arizona. Like I don't, I don't understand what people are like. I hate Arizona. People that say I hate Arizona have never gone out and experienced Arizona. They, there's places like Fossil Creek, That's just Sedona, ignorance. Flagstaff, T- fuck Tucson. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put that out there. <laughs> fuck Tucson. That's Tucson's, Mexico. yeah, that's Mexico. Like fucking Nogales, fuck that place. What I'm saying is like, you can do anything. I think Utah and Arizona are very similar in the sense of you can do anything in the world in those two states, mm-hmm. other than go to the beach. True. But even in Arizona, there's Lake Havasu where there's a beach on the lake. It has like this the beach sand and shit, dude. I will always <laughs> brag on Arizona. I think bra- Arizona is the greatest state in the country. Fuck everyone from Texas, because everyone from Texas is like, oh, Texas is the greatest country in the world. You guys are dumb as shit. Okay, listen, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I lived in El Paso. El Paso is not Texas. It was like North Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, th- I I I will straight up like always brag on Arizona just because I love Arizona. I th- you can do everything. Um, but I will agree with you, Jake. I think Arizona and Utah are the two states in the world, not in the world, in the nation that you can do anything in other than go to the beach. Yeah. Straight up. You go lake days year-round, or you can go up north it, within two hours from my hometown and go snowboarding. Mm-hmm. You can Within two hours, you go from 105-degree temperature, or during the summer, you go from 80-degree temperature to negative 20. Two hours. It's wild. Dude, like, Arizona's amazing. Fuck everyone that says, I hate Arizona. Oh, we're going to go back to the workaholic thing, because <laughs> this is the point of, of our podcast. We're at 30 minutes right now, so we're going to start to close out a little bit. Um, I think the question I got is, like, what are the pros and cons of being a workaholic? What, we, what would you say is, like, listen, like, yeah. I, li- I like being a workaholic in this sense, but also, like, it affects me in this sense. All right. So I would say that the the pros of being a workaholic include um, the fact that when I work as hard and as long as I do, I get a sense of satisfaction. Mm, I love that. And then I know that I'm making myself proud and happy, but I'm also making the people that I work with happy and satisfied as well. I don't think even think it's just the people you work with. I think if someone from the outside that you don't work with sees like, listen, Chrissy or Jake, they work a lot and they're very successful in their area because they're workaholics, right? Um, people like hold you at a higher standard because it's like, listen, there's people like I can rely on them, not just because they're good at what they do, but like, you know, if someone's a workaholic, like, I can always rely on Jake. Jake's not necessarily a workaholic, but he's very good at his job and he takes it seriously. True. So. He does. Yeah, that's something that Thank I you. think. <laughs> and that part right there is a great example of what is both a pro and a con. Because Explain. I mean, when you want to be reliable, and it's great to, to be known as that and to also know yourself as somebody who is reliable. But then if there comes a point where I mean, you've been working your ass off for months, weeks, hours, whatever it is. And then someone asks you to do something because everyone and their mother knows that you're yeah. going to work your ass off. Yeah. You're going to do what somebody asks you to. 
especially if it benefits the job, then they ask you to do it and you're like, oh. I feel, I feel like most people ask for a favor when you're resting. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like most people ask for a favor when you're like, listen, I just finished a 12 hour fucking work day. <laughs> Can I have some time to myself? But also you're like, oh wait, shit, I'm enticed by that idea. That happens like midway through workdays too, where as a field employee, I'll be walking back to the office for the first time in the day, right? I've spent four hours out in the field. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check some emails, right? Or kind of catch up, like, because I'm getting more involved with, uh, you know, like the financials of things as I progress, right? I want to be more involved with project management side. Mm. Um, I'm so excited for that, by the way. Yeah, I want to be part of, like, I want to be a healthy balance of field and project management. For those of you who do not know, uh, Jake is starting to kind of be both field and office management, and I'm more of the office management side, so I get to help Jake kind of transition into that side. What does it mean by by being in the field? Explain. Okay, but uh, I'm going to go back real quick. So, like, what we were just talking about, I'll, I'll be, like, halfway up my way to the office and our office is like a quarter mile from the job site as a walk. And I, I just, I don't drive my truck in between. I just walk, right? It's quicker. Um, and then I'll get, I, I carry a radio on me and I should know better. I should just turn my radio off on my way back up to the office. And then my boss will radio me like, Hey Jake, uh, you got a copy. I need you on level uh, 17 at Hyatt right now. And I'm like, and you I'll, don't work I'll give on him a Hyatt call anymore. and be like, I'm on my way to the office right now. I mean, like, what wh- what is it you're looking at? He'll be like, get the fuck up here right now. <laughs> just, damn it. Yeah, so, you know, there's just, there's certain points throughout the day where I'm just like, this is frustrating. I feel like you can just communicate to me what you need over the radio or over the phone. Or over text. Exactly, right. So, so we've gone over the pros of it, which means like one people see you as a reliable and respectable person, right? If you're a workaholic, like listen, I can rely on this person. I respect what they do. What What do you think are the cons to this? Like, like when when it comes to your personal life and work life. Cons, I would say, when it comes to personal life, um, would be that uh, you work later because. I, being a workaholic, you simply continue to work until your job is done, whether it's for that day or hour or whatever it is. I mean, if I I know people, a lot of people who are in the middle of something at 5 p.m. and they say, well, 5 p.m., time to go. And they they shut their computer off, they get up, and they walk out the door. I simply can never do that. I will finish the task that I have at hand, whether it takes me five extra minutes to 5.05 or it takes me till 6.30 or 7. I also, I also think like it's, I mean, Christy, you moved to this city without knowing anyone, right? Just for Correct. work. You moved to the city in Nashville for work. Same, same for Jake. I think it's, I think like on the mindset of being a workaholic, well, all right, let me back up. I think in the mindset of moving to a city that you don't know anyone. I knew Jake, but that, I mean, obviously. But I think it's easier to say, I'm just going to work a little bit long because I don't know anyone. 
I mean, I might as well just get work done. Like, I have nothing else to do. Would you agree with that statement? Definitely. Yeah. I, I think that makes it so much easier to be a workaholic, to, I guess, to continue to be a workaholic. Um, that's something that I guess then in the long run kind of hinders the personal side of things because then I don't take, you know, trying to, to get into relationships or, or further personal relationships more than what I already have. Yeah. Um, Jake, what, what would you say is like, like a concept being, I mean, well, we've already, this is the dumb fucking question. I'm dumbass. Because we've already, you know, come to the conclusion that you're not necessarily a workaholic. However, you are reliable because you're good at your job. What would you say is like a con to being like a professional and and knowing like people rely on you? Cons are like, it's just a learning curve. Really, that's all it is. You have to, like going into the industry, you don't know what to expect. Because even going through school and construction management, nobody tells you the the absolute expectations. Like... Or just the the general like kind of cookbook or recipe of like how to succeed, right? You don't really learn that until you get on the job. So that's why I literally just grabbed my uh, my field book of what I take notes in for the field. Um, the other day, I actually wrote down like ten tips on how to help people who are new to construction management. I love that. No, I like seriously for real. For so, real, for so real, for Jake, real. Jake, I love Jake, that. Jake is obviously like you guys. I mean, a lot of people that that are like subscribed to to the podcast and stuff like that, like it gets update when we post and stuff. Like, you guys know how good of a guy Jake is, and and Christy knows how great of a guy Jake is. Like, he's the type of guy that's like, listen, I fucking hate my job. However, <laughs> I I know there's <laughs> I fucking hate my job. However, I know there's gonna be guys that are coming into this job that are like excited to be here and like listen i chose to do construction management because jake like he didn't know construction management exists before his junior year of college and like so he's not necessarily in a sense or our high school sorry junior year of high school he's not necessarily in a sense like super passionate about it but there are guys out there that are super passionate that are going to show up to nashville ready to fucking work so jake's the type of the guy's type of guy that's going to be like listen i'm gonna take notes to explain to these guys that are passionate to help them you know, succeed in this industry. Obviously, Jake's... Fuck you, Jake, for being such a fucking good guy and being better than me. That's one of the reasons why I think I'm in love with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, but I may not be. <laughs> I'm really humble, too. Humble, sexy, and gorgeous? Are you kidding me? And tall. <laughs> mm, and I tan really well. Okay, but I mean, just over uh, over the span of the last three years, I would say, since I worked full time and uh, I've had my two internships, I've picked up a thing or two. And uh, I mean, being an office-based intern for my first summer with Clark, uh, I just name-dropped. <clears throat> I've already mentioned who I work for in previous episodes. I know that. I know you that. Can I know that. And that's fine. That out. Just um, you can literally look on my social profile and you can tell who I work for. So whatever the tips I have for guys new to construction management or girls, like it's a, it's a 10 point list. It's simple, but I think it's effective. It's a, it's a recipe, right? So you have a pen and paper for me. (laughs) Literally. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's funny. You just, just said that, right? So tips I have for anyone new in construction management. Number one, always have a pen and paper on you. Always, 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 always. 
Um, even if you have an iPad, fuck you. Pick up a pen, pick up some paper, have it in your pockets, right? Number two, think realistically. Don't overpromise on things unless you're absolutely 100%. But ask for help if you do overpromise. <laughs> Um, number three, walk the job site often and get to know your foreman and supers. They're the guys who can help you the most if you need shit done. Number four, approach your subs with a servant rela- or a servant leadership attitude because they will most often return that favor in the future. I've had good success with that so far. Um, number five, study your subs, exhibit B's in their contract, meaning... Exhibit B's and exhibit D's too, um, but you'll learn that. So exhibit B's is like what they, know what your subs owe you, right? So you want to be workable with them and flexible, but know what they owe you first before you promise that you'll do something for them because they might owe it to you first. Uh, but like As you continue to listen, like I want you to apply this to like your normal life. Like So let, let me see your checklist real quick. So when it comes to like always have pen and paper, like dude, fucking if you if you want to be successful in a job, like write down shit that you that matters. Simple as that. Uh, think realistically, dude. That's the first sentence in your notes. In any job you do, don't fucking like think like, oh, I'm gonna overthink like that. This is possible. Always be realistic in every step. Whether you're in college, whether you're in high school, whether you're starting a new job in any field, not just construction okay, management. Okay, that's, that's easy to say, though, Tyler, but how exactly do you ensure that you think that way? Right. No, you're, you're 100% right. Like, it's so hard to think, like, in a sense, realistically, because it's like, okay, what is realistic if I'm new to something? Right? Yeah. Like, what, okay, how do I know what's real if I'm new to something? Right. Um, and, no, you're 100% right. Like, I mean, I was in the military, and, like, there was a lot of times where I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to this is realistic. And then I get punched in the fucking face. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh wow. That didn't work out in any sense that I thought it would. And, um, okay, we're going to keep moving on. Look, no, I completely agree with you, Christy. Walk the job site offering and often and get to know your trade foreman and supers. Okay, dude, always like understand who you're working for. Like no, if you're working, on not your... for that's with, yeah. okay. you're not working for, no, yeah, 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 no. I mean, yes, they, four. Yeah. But that's who you're working with. Even though the subs are technically working for you, right? Never. Never You think don't that have way. that mindset. You are thinking we are all one team, right? Correct. That's why at El Paso, I had a polo that said one team, one mission. You are all on the same goal. Yeah, I, I, guess what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like, I mean, he's going to read off these points. I don't have to go point by point. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like, listen, like, Anything you do in life, whether you're a workaholic or not, like, understand, like, you guys all have the same job to accomplish. Whether you have the smallest part in the job or you are controlling the entire project or job or whatever, like, understand, like, you guys all want to go home at the end of the day and, and get work done or else you're fucked in, this, in the future. So what happens, though, if you are a workaholic if several people that you work with are also workaholics, several other people respect their positions and, and know they need to do what they need to do, not necessarily workaholics. And then you have people who simply don't think that they should be doing what they're paid to get done. 
I think with that, like, dude, like, because obviously you're like I said this earlier, you're always gonna work with people that you you dislike. Right. Simple right. as that. Whether it's like I don't like their personality or you, I don't like their work ethic. You have zero control over that. The only thing you have control over is what you do. Right. And I I, th- I think like a lot of people need to get that through their head is like with with any job, you have a hundred percent control of how you work and how you get shit done. And if if you apply that to how other people get shit done, you're always going to be stressed. That's why I say like study your exhibit B's for your subs because you have to know what they owe you. But that's why I say in the bullet point before have a servant leadership approach to it because. Every day I'm out there, I'm asking like, okay, what do you what do you need from me or other people that I can help with to advance in your work? Yeah, I I would rather I would rather ask a question and it be a dumb question than fuck something up and have to fix it back later. Like exhibit B's basically for people who aren't in construction, they define. They define the scope of work for a subcontractor, and, and they say exactly what. In what this subcontractor is or is not responsible for. And it's not a long document. It's typically like under 10 pages, right? Like, so typically it's, it's, under four. Yeah, it's, it's very basic. Like, it's quick to read. It should take you under 30 minutes to understand. Like, it's, it's just simple and it's very helpful to know. And you can help your trades better by understanding that. And you can tell them, you know, if you're kind of proactive with your job, right? Like, Telling if you know what needs to get done next in the schedule, you can help them by like helpful reminders. Hey, you like maybe if you're going to the next level, you should include some task lighting, right? Because our electrical subcontractors already provided lighting for you on that on that floor. Even though it's kind of dim, you still owe it. I'm sorry, but I mean, let me know what else I can help you with for real. Okay, so for everyone that's listening, I know you don't know what the fuck they're saying because I'm right there with you. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't work in the construction field. Uh, so like I'm literally here to like apply this to like a worldview in a sense. Meanwhile, Jake and I are just like, yeah, yeah to yeah. each other, yeah. Exhibit B is my fucking favorite. <laughs> fuck yeah. I what I'm saying. I think to. <laughs> I think to like simple this down is like you were always going to be better at your job if you know your responsibility and know others other people's responsibilities. Yes. Listen, you you know what other people have to do and know what you have to do. Do what you have to do, and if someone else doesn't do what they have to do, straight up, not your fucking problem. Here's the other thing, though: being a workaholic, not your problem. However, you will yeah. always. Help make it your problem. I was literally you about will help to help solve it. I was literally about to mention that. Okay, can I rattle off the rest? I mean, just real quick. What are we at? What are we at? Forty-seven. Holy shit. Okay, number six. Always have an answer ready if your boss or bosses come up and ask you, "What are you working on?" <laughs> Always have an answer. Otherwise, you're just being lazy. Number seven. Assume you will be at work. What? Okay, number seven. Assume you'll be at work for at least nine hours each day. If not, then ask for more responsibility, do some online training, or just stop being lazy. Like, review the drawings, do something to fill the time. Like, watch the trades do the work. Ask the foreman or the supers, hey, like, honestly, I don't understand the full scope of your work or how you install it. Like, please explain it to me. I think every day is harder if you have an idea in your mind of what time you're getting off. 
every every day of work will be harder if you're like, okay, I expect to get off this time. Don't don't expect anything with work, because if you're working, dude. I mean, I mean, okay. Let me let me back up. If you're working like a nine to five fucking job, like you know what time you're getting off. But what I'm saying is like sometimes, almost all the time, you're gonna work a job that there are gonna be days where you're like, oh fuck, I didn't expect this to happen, and then you got to work longer. Never expect to get off at a certain time. True. I, so one of the things about that, I will kind of mm, say may differ an opinion is that um my boss he does a great job he is kind of a workaholic as well loves and thrives off of doing well working well and and being productive um for himself and others but he knows every day he doesn't work past 5 p.m that's something I so badly respect and I so badly want to do. And to the point where I've told him that and he will, he has actually dragged me out of the office at 5 PM with him saying, I know you don't want to be here. I know you're done. Like, let's go. Cause you know what? Anything else? It can be done tomorrow morning at 6 AM when you come in here before anybody else. Christy's well, yeah. holding her hand above her mouth. And like angling the mic down, like which means, thug. which means you know she's for real about that. Okay, <laughs> Christy, I got a, I got one question before I read off the three very simple, basic last three steps of my tips. Do you actually take your lunch break? Actually, construction is pretty lenient. Do you actually take it? No. Okay, that's another. Christy, tip fucking take your goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but Eat here's another food. thing is that my that's all right it's all right it's all right, it's all right. Um, that's another tip I have is actually take your lunch break kind of re- revamp your day you know all right number eight know the schedule know what comes next sequentially in work you can be a threat if you just know that simple step right Okay. And that's something that you can do in one weekly meeting in construction. You don't exactly. need it every day. You need it once a week. You need to pay attention to a one fucking hour meeting. Yep. And then you will know Preach it. what is happening. Yep. Exactly. Number nine, make slash edit your to-do list at the end of every day. Every day. It'll help you. Even if there's some things that are very redundant on there, like four or five things, just redo it. Revamp it. Whatever. You'll know it's rich, refreshed in your mind. Number 10, if you fuck up, tell your boss immediately or tell someone. Immediately. One of your higher ups immediately. They will know how to fix it a lot faster than you know how to. That is all I have to offer. Straight up. Okay. Obviously, like there's, there's going to be people listening to this that's, that are like, are going to relate, but there's also going to be people like, you know, fuck work. Like they're not workaholics. And that's, Okay, like I'm this I feel like I'm like a medium. Like I I love what I do. I work landscaping. I I am so thankful not only to be in like this situation that we're in right now with the pandemic and COVID-19 to be able to continue to work full time. Just like you guys. I'm very thankful for that. And I love working outside. I get to be outside in the sun working around plants, working about doing shit like all day, and I'm very thankful for it. 
However, there are some days where I'm like, I will shoot myself in the face within the next five minutes if we don't leave work. And there, there are some people like that listening to this. And that's okay. Um, I think, like, dude, straight up, this is a good episode. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, like, Jake came to me with this topic. And I'm like, yo, let's do it. I'm, I don't know how it's going to turn out. But I'm, I'm thankful it turned out this well. And I hope you listen this long. Uh, Christy, do you have anything else to add? Uh, okay, I'll anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say that, you know, I mean, alcoholics... Are not alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We've been drinking a little bit tonight and Chrissy has We've alcohol. been drinking alcohol. Um, so, no, workaholics, I mean, even though we do, <laughs> we love work as much as we do, I, there are always the points where we feel the same uh, with other people that, you know, we're like, oh, God, I cannot wait until this work day is yeah. over. But it's, it's something that no matter what, when when you finish that day, no matter if it's a Friday or a Monday, whether when, it's you know eight hours or twelve hours, right? Exactly. When it's done, it's done, and and it feels great and it feels successful, and and a huge part of what I've had to learn. And and what has made me successful is is just that when Love it's that. done, it's done. I think Stop I think a lot of people need to rest in the fact about that it. I think a lot of a lot of people need to rest in the facts. Like, listen, like if you know for like if you're if you're okay with the fact that you did work that day, be okay with it. Like, move on from it. And I know there's a lot of people that that are like like getting stressed about work and it's like, listen, do your work and be comfortable with the fact that you did work that day. Yeah. I mean, and don't, uh, don't get me wrong. I will, I do. And I used to lie in bed every night and think about what I didn't do that day. (laughs) However, now, right. And, and now I've gone through enough in my life that I, I understand. And I know that that's okay. Whatever. There are the occasional times where I do, I'm like, oh God, I didn't do enough today. Like I didn't, I wasn't successful enough. And, but then you just have to kind of refocus on the fact that, you know what? I did do a lot today. I did do enough and you, and I was successful. I was more, I did more than so many others did. And I'm fortunate enough to have been able to succeed in the way that I did. And, and so I'm happy with what I did, what I provided to other people and what they provided to me. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, sick. Honestly, like, like I've, I've said before, this has been a good episode. Christy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I think we, hopefully people are listening. It's like, holy fuck. Like, hopefully people are thinking like they can be more, I guess, peaceful about what they do in a sense i don't know what the fuck i'm saying right now <laughs> i'm just talking to talk to in this episode <laughs> but uh, thank you for having me yeah absolutely um we want to give a quick shout out to everyone contributing on patreon if you guys don't contribute on patreon we were we release episodes early on there and uh provide extra content please go check that out it's www.patreon.com forward slash that's exciting um, go check us out on Instagram at That's Exciting Podcast. Jake, do you have anything else to add? Check out Tyler's new YouTube channel. 
I'm a uh, humble servant of that, <laughs> willingly, right? So just look up his name, T-I-H-L-E-R, space, Converse. Easy as that. And he dropped his second video today, so go check it out. I mean, it's, you know, long term, he's going to be uh, kind of putting really anything and everything on there, yeah. in including everything from just daily vlog shit to what we do on the podcast. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead and type in my name on YouTube. Um, I'm literally just posting shit about my life, and I know my life fucking sucks. <laughs> but, uh, please no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. My life is actually pretty cool, I mean, that's why I'm doing it. Um, please go you check live that with out. Jake. Yeah, this sexy beast. <laughs> right. 6'3", <laughs> sexy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go check out my YouTube channel. Please go check it out. Post the second video. Hopefully, I'm going to be t- posting at least twice a week. Um, love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Jake, go ahead. Christy, I'll see you at work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you, sexy motherfucker, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I won't see either of you on Monday except Jake. <laughs> I'm a dumbass for that sentence. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys so much. Go check us out on every platform uh, and share this with your friends. All right, that's the episode. <laughs> Sick, man. I'm a loser.